You're listening to the One Man Show Network. Welcome to the MMA Fight Picks Podcast with your host, Aaron Weinbaum. Hey kids, welcome to the MMA Fight Picks Podcast. I am your host, Aaron Weinbaum, and today I'm joined by, I'm going to call him super fan, Charlie Harper. He uh, asked to come on, and I and I say always, you know, hey, if you want to be a guest, feel free to ask and come on. He contributed quite a bit last week when I had James Lynch on for UFC San Antonio. How you doing, Charlie? Doing great. Thanks for having me. Hey, man. Thanks for coming on. Uh, why don't you tell us just a little bit about yourself when we dive into picking some fights? Sure. Uh, I've been UFC mixed martial arts super fan since the 90s. And uh, back when we had to go to a blockbuster video and get a tape, stick it in the machine to watch it. And uh, I've been a super fan ever since. So appreciate you having me on. I'm in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I follow the fights every weekend. It's really the only sport I watch. Uh, hardcore addiction, guilty pleasure. So I uh, love the opportunity to jump on and talk to you about it. That's I appreciate awesome. what you do too with the podcast. It's awesome. Thank you, man. That's funny because I, I did the blockbuster thing when we were younger too. So, uh, it, well, a lot younger. It was crazy. Uh, we get UFC one, UFC two, with this, this little guy in a robe was choking everybody out left and right. So, super cool, man. But uh, anyway, UFC two forty, man, for a pay per view, not all that exciting, really, is it? No, there's a little bit, little light. I mean, it's it's uh, top heavy at the end of the night, but. It's a little light overall. There's some interesting things that are happening, but overall, it's kind of a light card. Yes, it is for sure. Uh, what We're streaming live on Periscope, so feel free to chime in and help us pick fights. If you're on the YouTube, feel free to hit subscribe, and uh, if you're listening on iTunes, don't be scared to subscribe there also, and rate me five stars because you love me so much. All right, first up. This is uh, I'm, I'm a bit of a of a name mispronouncer, by the way, so I'm, I'm just warning sure. you here. All right, we got it. Got quite a few complicated names on this card. Uh, we do. Uh, Mark Andre Berriolt against Christoph Jaco, who I had the pleasure of watching, I believe, in UFC Philadelphia way back when. But uh, this guy is—I'm sorry, uh, Mark rather—is fairly new to the UFC. He let's see, last fought, he lost against. Andrew Sanchez at UFC 151. That's where Iaquinta versus Cowboy, where I, I personally think Iaquinta was robbed. I'm just kidding. I can't I can't really say that. But uh, clearly, I'm a fan of uh, Iaquinta. And then Jaco, who... It was weird, because he was on a weird three-fight skid, and then he recently won against Alan Armadoski. Armadoski. Yeah, the, there's a lot of tongue twisters here in, in this uh, circle of fights. But who you got? Well, I think uh, I think overall the general theme is it's going to be a tough night for the Canadians. I think this one, um, you know, both, both of these guys are about the same age. Uh, from what I know I'm seeing of Jocko, he's just kind of that grinding wrestler. He does have some decent striking, but um, my guess is is that he's going to take him down. And it's going to be a little bit of a boring fight. I think that um, Jocko will wind up winning in the end. Mark can be fun to watch, but. I don't think that this is a great matchup for him. I think if he if Mark wins, it's going to be because he dug deep and was just able to, you know, just gut it out, gut out a win in some way. But uh, if I was if I was betting on this one, I'd be betting on the I'd be betting on the Polish fighter 
Jocko yeah. to come out of win and the Canadians to be a little bit sad. Yeah, it's hard to disagree with you here because I mean Jocko has lost, you know, three out of his last four, but he's fought some killers. You know, David Branch, he hasn't had a great run either, but you know, he is high caliber, Uriah Hall, Brad Tavares, uh, you know, and of course he just had that recent win. If you want to go strength the schedule here, I think Jocko for sure. I I, I can't disagree. I, I think Jocko's gonna win as well. And, and you know, with everyone uh, fleeing the middleweight division for light heavyweight, uh, you know, one win. And uh, Oil Country Forty says we fight better with skates on. That's a that's that would be a Canadian it's reference. <laughs> yes, you guys do. You you kick some ass and knock some teeth out for sure. So yeah, I I tend to agree. I think as Jocko here. Uh, speaking of Canada, the best Canadian nickname ever: Oliver Albi Mercier, the Canadian gangster. Versus Canadian Armand. gangster. That's right. Versus Armand. Here we go. Tazarkian. I am just going to say Armand. How about that? But uh, <laughs> let's see. Let's look at Armand here. He has fought in the UFC one time. Uh, a loss against yeah Islam Makachev, who's no joke. Uh, the Canadian gangster, though, not exactly on a run himself. He's lost two in a row. Alexander Hernandez, that's uh, a decision lost there. And, and, and Alexander Hernandez just had a close fight this weekend and uh, lost to Gilbert Burns, a decision also. Uh, before that, he had wins against Evan Dunham and Tony Martin, Drew Dober, who's no joke. What are you thinking? I think, again, Canadians are going to going to fall on this one i think the the young armin he's 22 years old um i feel like he's the you know the up-and-comer he lost that debut i agree islam is super tough but um yeah i think that um he, for a wrestler he's got some pretty good striking i think he did some kickboxing or k1 or something you know overseas over in asia or something he's got some pretty good striking for a guy who's like a wrestler yeah. Uh, I'll be curious to watch it since he lost his debut. I think he'll have a little bit of extra motivation there. He's super young, so you never know. But um, I'm picking against the Canadian gangster. Uh, this is the Canadian gangster's 12th fight in the UFC, which I think is an interesting stat in and of itself. Yeah. Credit to him there. But I'm, again, picking against the Canadians here. Wow, totally anti-Canada here. I'm going to have to go with Canadian Gangster on this one. I think uh, his experience in the UFC, his strength of schedule for sure. Uh, Armand, I'm trying to think he's got any notable wins here. Junior Sanse was no joke. I, I believe he used to fight in the UFC. But other than that, really a list of guys I've never heard of. I'm going to have to go with Canadian Gangster here. And, uh, you know, mainly just because I like to say Canadian Gangster. How about that? But, no, I, I, I think experience alone, uh, you know, that'll help too. Big Barp One says OEM training with special training from GSP on this fight. Ooh, I like it even more yeah, now. Yeah, I think he's been working with uh, Faraz uh, Zahabi and GSP and those guys. It's kind of it, Faraz is not his head coach, but I, I know he's part of that coaching roster. So okay, should be good. Should be good. Well, listen, a training partner like GSP that can only elevate you, right? Uh, unless yeah. you're getting absolutely creamed every day, which that's possible too. He's like, I am not impressed with your nickname, but uh, GSP, that's nice. I, you know, that's awesome too because I, I like to hear that GSP still rolling because you know there is a chance after Habib and uh, Dustin Poirier, GSP was recently quoted as saying Habib would be his legacy fight. So 
I yeah. would definitely be interested. They keep to talking. See that. They keep talking about it. If yeah. they keep talking about it, eventually figure we're going to see it. But by the way, if you see my camera going in and out, I had to swap out my Logitech because it was not picking out light. I am traveling. I'm traveling right now. I've got uh, some mobile equipment I am testing out, and I'm here for you, the people giving you the MMA fight picks that you want, the MMA fight picks that you deserve with Superfan Charlie Harper. So you can you can give the Charlie road, the road warrior. That's right. Charlie H underscore USA. Uh, if you're watching this on the video, you see it there on the screen through the magic of Ecamm Live. All right. Next up, Jeff Neal. Listen, I think, I think, I think you're, you're kind of in my age bracket. I'm not really sure, but Jeff Neal and Nico Price. And every time I hear the name Nico, I think of Steven Seagal above the law. Is that, is that too old for you? It's a little too old for me, but yes, I think we're in the same bracket. Oh, for God's sake. Uh, Big Barp says it's working fine. Thank you, bud. I, I, I was good to know that. Maybe that's on my end then. Uh, good, old big, good old Big Barp coming through. B-I-G-B-H-A-R-P-1. You can follow him on the Twitter as well. All right, so Jeff Neal, Nico Price. Um, you know, he Jeff Neal's no joke. Uh, he beat Bilal Muhammad, I guess, back in January. Bilal is no joke. Bilal's tough as they come. Wins against uh, Frank Camacho, Brian Camozzi, brother of Chris Camozzi. Um, and then you got Nico, oil country with the thumbs up. Thanks, buddy. Uh, Nico just beat Tim Means, who we know is no joke. Lost to Abdul Razak Alassan. Win against Wayne Brown. He's a contender series find. George Sullivan. This is kind of a toss-up, man. This is hard for me. What are you thinking? Yeah, and I think Jeff is coming off the Contender Series too, right? That's where he came out That's, of. Yes, it is. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, way back July 2017. Wow, I didn't realize this was going on for that long. But yeah, 2017. Yeah, so so for me, I think that this one is our potential fight of the night. Uh, if you know, if Frankie and Max don't deliver, I think this could be the potential fight of the night. Um, they're both about the same age. Nico is kind of a wild man. You know, he's, uh, he'll surprise, knock out somebody, just crazy man, you know, swinging punches. Nico's a little bit taller, a little bit longer, but I think, uh, I think Jeff Neal winds up winning it. He's on a five fight win streak. Uh, three of those fights have been wins in the UFC and he's coming out of LFA, which LFA is no joke. I mean, it's a legitimate feeder for the UFC. So uh, he's Jeff's a good striker, uh, kickboxer, and I think the counters. You know, you got Nico, who's a little bit wild. If you've got somebody who's a sharp, uh, a sharp striker that's good at counters, well, that's terrible for you know a wild man like Nico. So I think Jeff gets it done. I don't think it goes to a decision. I'm hoping that this one's going to be our fight of the night. Yeah, it really could be. These guys have both beat some killers, you know. Tim Tim Means, who I have a lot of respect for. I think the 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 thing for me here is Bilal. Bilal is as tough as they come. I think he's underrated as far as the rankings are concerned. Uh, that win means a lot for me. And I think, you know, yeah, geez. But then, again, you got Nico who knocked out Tim Means, knocked out Randy Brown, this could be the fight of the night, and this is really tough for me yeah. to peak, pick here. But you know, I, a, a, a grind against Bilal Muhammad, Muhammad, who's always in shape, I think means just a little bit more for me, and how just how tough Jeff is. And uh, if you look at if you look at Jeff here, he doesn't really have. I don't think he's ever been knocked out except for one time, uh, and that's way back 
January 2017. But Nico's been knocked out too as recently as 2018. Man, I'm just gonna have to. I'm gonna have to bite my. Uh, I'm just gonna have to bite down to make a pick here, and I, I, I'm just gonna go Jeff Neal here. I, I, I think that win against Bilal means more than. Uh, yeah, Jeff Neal. I gotta go, Jeff Neal. All right, next up. I like. I, I like this almost as a main event. I mean, this is cool. I. I don't know, you know, I, I I wasn't sure that Amanda Nunez could could challenge Chris Cyborg, but now we get Chris Cyborg, Felicia Spencer, the unheralded nickname which I have suggested. I don't think she's going to take me up, but why is it not by Felicia Spencer? All right, I mean, come on, right? By Felicia, by Felicia, of course. What is it? What is it? what is her nickname? Phenom? I don't know actually. I think it, it's I think it's Phenom. Let's let's look here. You think it's Phenom? All right, all right, hang on. Let's see here. If I can look it up real quick. I'm not finding it, man. I'm not finding a nickname. She's not. Well, not at least we'll not, find out on Saturday. We'll find out on Saturday. Well, I think it should be by Felicia, but maybe it's not. All right. Anyway, <laughs> Cyborg hasn't lost since Amanda Nunez beat the brakes off of her. And wow, what a surprise that was for me. I really, it was hard for me to pick against Cyborg, but uh, boy, did Amanda Nunez prove me wrong. But Felicia Spencer is a killer, man. She's never been beat. Beat Megan Anderson in quick fashion. Uh, round one. Uh, I believe that was a submission. Yeah, submission. Rear naked choke. She's a submission machine, but Cyborg's no joke on the ground. She just really never has to show it because she's knocking gals out left and right. Uh, woo. What are you thinking? I think we're going to see a super motivated Cyborg knock out Felicia Spencer. Um, I, I think Dana and them want Felicia to win. I think she's a uh, little bit younger, attractive, Canadian, you know, <laughs> jujitsu specialist. Like, I think they would love for her to win. I think Cyborg is going to – she seems uh, angry and agitated. She seems like she's super motivated to kind of close out the UFC chapter and maybe go, go somewhere else. Uh, I don't know where she would go, maybe Bellator. Yeah. But – um but I would be, uh, I would be picking Cyborg. I think we see another Canadian lose on Saturday. Ooh, yeah. I mean, how do you pick against Cyborg? She's lost one time in how many years? Who's the Bellator 145 pound champ? I she's on a roll too. Let me see here. Oh, I looked up. I need to look up women's champ. I want to say Julia Budd. Is that right? Maybe not. I don't know. Let's see. Well, and Bellator has been having; they've got a lot of female fighters. Yeah. Uh, they've been adding to that female fighter stable, and some people are arguing now that the Bellator female stable of fighters is superior to the UFC stable of fighters. And if they pull over Cyborg after a win, you know, to kind of close yeah. out her UFC career, that's a huge notch there too. Uh, yeah. the The champ is Julia Budd, and she's been the champ for over. Uh, over 800 days, so good on her. Uh, Chunky Monkey 68 says, whoop, whoop, hey, bro. What's up, Chunky Monkey? All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think it's Cyborg and probably probably by knockout. knockout. Phenom. Oh, well, thank you. It is the Phenom. Uh, Oil Country 40 asks Google for us. Thank you. It's always nice to have some, uh, some Periscope participation here on the uh, live picks, and I always, I always love you guys chiming in. So thank you so much. And this is how we met Charlie, right? 
All right. uh, yeah, those are some of my those are some of my crew that we watch on Periscope, talk on Periscope uh, every week. So, so that's probably why they're chiming in. Ah, uh, and Chunky Monkey still uh, rain and praise. Thank you, Chunky Monkey. We appreciate it, man. All right, the main event of the evening: Max Holloway versus Frankie Edgar. Listen, man, this is interesting because you know Frankie. Obviously, he's getting up there. He beats everyone in the division that's not Jose Aldo. Um, but I think it's a bad matchup for Max, in a way. Uh, he he does well against these bigger guys. Look what he did to Jeremy Stevens. And Jeremy Stevens looked huge compared to Frankie, you know? Whew. I don't know, man. You know, and it, you got Max, who doesn't really get stopped by anyone 145 pounds it just went to show how undersized he is at 104 uh, 155 not saying you know if it, if it was one of those deals i think it should be one of those deals where he he really spends time putting on mass and uh getting to 155 for real it looked, just looked like he just cut less weight and it was a little doughier and not saying he's not in great shape he's in great shape he's one of the best athletes sure. in the universe but you know there's a difference between 145 155 Dustin was killing himself to make 145 and depleting himself. I think 155 is even a tough cut for Dustin. So, but let's look here. Uh, Frankie's last loss, I'm sorry, was was Brian Ortega, and he could have literally. He, I think he just may have just got caught there. Uh, and yeah. when, when have you ever seen him just flash knocked out like that? I don't. I don't think ever. Yeah, uh, yeah. And that's his first time. That was the first and only. Yeah. First and only. It was bound to happen. But Max Holloway hasn't lost at featherweight since Connor way back in the day. I mean, was that, golly, when was that? 2014 or earlier? Let's take a look here. Yeah, I Connor think it was McGregor. earlier than that. 2013. Amazing. Yeah. All right. Well, without tipping my hat, who do you got? Well, um, so I think that although Max looks super tall to Frankie, one of the interesting things when I was just kind of looking at it this week is their reach is about the same. Really? Max's reach, they said, was something like 69 inches, and Frankie's was 68. So, wow. Although Frankie, I mean, although Max is towering over him, you know, when they're doing the stare downs, the reach is about the same. So, you know, we just like to think, you know, Max, we think of him as long and tall, but it's not the same kind of long as like John Jones with super long arms. Yeah. So I think that's interesting. I think um, I think this is our last. This is Frankie's last shot at you know really you know taking another crack at it. I think if he loses here, like what's he gonna do? I mean, is he really gonna keep grinding it out to try to make another crack at it? Like, I think his best bet if he loses here, I think he could make the cut feasibly to 135 pounds. Uh, he doesn't want to do it. I don't think he has to cut a whole heck of a lot to get to 145 or 100. Yeah, 145 pounds. So, I mean, that is an option, uh, you know, and he did beat, you know, the chosen one, Uriah Faber at 145 pounds. So that could technically be uh, a matchup somewhere down the line too. chunky monkey agrees. Thank you, buddy. Uh, yeah, but golly, this is not an easy one for me to pick. I, my heart wants to say Frankie, but I think sure. Max is just too quick. I think he's just too quick for him. It all depends on how good uh, Max's takedown defense is because we know Frankie's going to try to take him down. Uh, thirty-seven, yeah. Frank is Frankie's thirty-seven years old. That's that's uh, yeah. Ten, he's ten, ten years older than Max. 
And I do think that you're right. I think think the wrestling is the X factor here. So if you look through Max, if you look through his career, Mm -hmm. there's no really top level wrestlers that you'll see. You know, when you think about a Max Holloway fight, you think tons of cardio, tons of striking. But when I looked through the, when I looked through the list, like I didn't see a whole list of like solid wrestlers. I think Frankie is absolutely going to be the best wrestler that Max has ever faced. So I think that's the huge X factor as far as what you said, takedown defense and like, how is Max going to handle that? Yeah. Um, I think this, it's, it's also interesting Max coming. This is one of the only times that we get a title defense coming off of a loss from a champion, you know, so that's, it creates a unique situation there with Max coming off of a loss to Dustin at the next level, but still defending his title at the, you know, so that's interesting. And for Frankie, I think this is the the third time that they've tried to book this fight. I think yeah. they had two other times it was booked that it got stopped because of injury or something else. So listen, um, this fight is on Saturday. Fight, uh, We're picking this on a Wednesday. I'm still a little nervous that something may happen between now and then. Yeah, knock on wood. I hope we don't get a yeah. another cursed fight. But I think this I think, is I think Max. I think <laughs> I'll knock on the wood for us. Thank you. I think Max get I think Max gets it done. But I would love for Frankie to win. I mean, if you start watching the embeddeds, it's hard not to root for him. He's Frankie's so likable. He's running the the boardwalk in Jersey and they're yeah. you know, they're cheering him on like a real life Rocky. It's hard not to pull for Frankie, but I think Max is just gonna piece him up from the outside. Listen, I think listen, I think Listen, this was 2013, but I think Connor had him on his back at one point. Uh, but here's the thing with Max. You know, we saw this with Masvidal and Askren in a more extreme situation. He was ready for that takedown and timed that knee perfect. You know, who knows what, what, what Max has been training for with Frankie. And the other thing is this, too. You know, Max, Max has mastered what I like to call distance. He keeps these guys, you know, like Ortega that like to grab you and take you down and submit you. He, you know, he kept him at bay with punches and kicks. And, you know, it all depends if Frankie can get in there or not. And, you know, Aldo did the same thing with Frankie. Frankie couldn't really get in there. Aldo was just lighting him up. So, and even though that, that first fight was really close, uh, I got to go Frankie. Or, I mean, I'm sorry. No, not Frankie. Sorry, Frankie. I got to go Max. I got to go with the favorite son here at 145 pounds. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, if if Max wins, I'm going to be happy because we get to continue to see this super dominant, you know, champion. And if Frankie wins, I'll be super happy because we get to see this great feel good story where yeah. Frankie, you know, kind of closes it out on top. Yeah, it's not one of those deals. I, I won't be upset if Frankie wins. I'd be very happy for Frankie if Frankie wins. What a story, you know, uh, even Chunky Monkey said win and retire. You know what? That's an option, too. And his, he's taking yeah, awesome. a lot of wear and tear on the body. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't be mad, but I think we did it, man. I think we, I think we picked the best fights for, uh, 240. Uh, Big Barb says, bless up, bless up to you, brother. Uh, before we go, where can we find you, Charlie? Well, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Periscope. You're all right there. Charlie H underscore USA. Uh, but yeah, that's where you find me. But I think they should find you. Because uh, you're bringing the people what we need, the yeah. reports on MMA. 
Hey. Even on the road with the traveling setup. <laughs> That's right, it. brother. Uh, you can find me at AaronSaysWhat.com, baby. Uh, click on the MMA Fight Picks tab. Uh, anyone interested in the podcasting can find me on the Podcasting Made Simple podcast as well and the Facebook group. So uh, for sure, you listen, you're periscoping all the time. Follow, follow this guy on Periscope. He's periscoping about the UFC nonstop. My phone's blowing up all the time because Charlie's periscoping, which is awesome. I love the UFC. I, I love I love the guys that asked to come on this show, and I really appreciate it, man. Well, likewise, thanks for thanks for having me on. Thanks for doing what you do. We love it. Oh well, thank you so much, man. And uh, tell your friends. And uh, I'm going to say goodbye. We'll definitely have to do it again. All right, brother. All right, thanks. All right, man. Thank you. All right, what a great, what a great, great. Uh, guest you were and i'm gonna have to switch off here i don't know how to hang you up buddy can you hang up for me <laughs> appreciate it awesome thank you charlie uh now i gotta switch this camera this is uh i'm learning here on the road this is a little bit of a setup and that's it 240 i think it's gonna be a great card i hope i get home in time to watch it i'm supposed to be somewhere else but you know how that goes until next time this is aaron weinbaum and the mma fight picks podcast shalom please remember to support the podcast by visiting the affiliate links on aaron says what.com